Welcome to The Barrel Briefing for Thursday, June 22nd. This is the first episode of The Barrel Briefing. They go hand-in-hand with our weekly newsletters over on Substack. My goal is for these to be shorter and informative, while continuing our roughly once-per-week episodes with Peter or with a guest. So these won't be as conversational, but there'll be more updates on the brewers. Peter and I had recorded an episode over the weekend, but we had an audio issue with the recording, so unfortunately we won't be able to put it out, so this will be the only show we have for the week. Before we get started, make sure to connect with us on Twitter and YouTube at The Barrel MKE, or you can find us by searching The Barrel Milwaukee and read our latest work over at thebarrelmke.substack.com. Today's random player of the day is Solomon Torres. He was a brewer in 2008. 3.49 ERA and 28 saves across 80 innings, he took over for Eric Gagne in that closer's role. He led all minor league pitchers in ERA in 1991 with an impressive 1.41 ERA across 210 innings at Class A in the Midwest League. According to one of his old baseball cards, he had an 8-pitch mix when he got to the big leagues. He was ranked the number 22 overall prospect by Baseball America going into the 1994 season. And in 2006, he led MLB with 94 appearances in one year with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Long career, went to Japan, played a number of years in the major league. Solomon Torres is today's random player of the day. Last week, the Brewers lost both of their games in Minnesota by a score of 7-5 on Tuesday and 4-2 on Wednesday. That 7-5 loss was a walk-off against Devin Williams. Really an unfortunate series of events that happened in the ninth inning. But they bounced back with a sweep against Pittsburgh. They won 5-4 on Friday, 5-0 on Saturday, and then a 5-2 win on Sunday. Arizona came to town for a Monday through Wednesday series. And the Brewers lost 2 out of 3 in that one, including a difficult 4-1 loss, excuse me, 5-1 loss on Wednesday. Rymel Tapia went yard in that one, but the Brewers were unable to score enough runs to overcome a few bullpen runs that were allowed. They had a nice comeback on Tuesday where they won 7-5 after being down early 4-0. And on Monday, they lost 9-1 after Corbin Burns allowed six runs in the first inning. A few injury updates. Wade Miley and Jesse Winker were activated over the past week. J.B. Bukaskis and Eric Lauer were both activated off the I.L. before being optioned to AAA Nashville. And Abraham Toro was optioned to make room for Rymel Tapia on the roster. In addition to signing Tapia, they also traded sidearm righty Taylor Floyd to Minnesota to complete the Trevor McGill trade. He was with the Timber Rattlers, about 25, 26 years old, kind of stalled in his development. He was the player to be named later in the Trevor McGill trade. The Brewers designated John Singleton for assignment to clear room for Winker's activation, and they outrighted right-handed pitcher Cam Robinson to make room for Rymel Tapia on the 40-man roster. Robinson was added to the 40-man this past offseason, but really got off to a tough start in AAA. He led all of minor leagues in saves in 2022, but then this year the results just haven't been there. Even after a demotion to AA Biloxi, he still wasn't really able to get uh, the, the results that the Brewers needed to see in order to keep him on the active roster. A look at the standings in the NL Central. Cincinnati is actually leading the division. It's the first time since 2012 that this late in the year the Reds are leading the division. They're currently on an 11-game win streak sitting at 40 and 35. The Brewers are a game and a half behind at 38 and 36. 
Cubs are 36 and 38, two games behind the Brewers, three and a half back of the Reds. The Pirates have lost nine straight, sitting at 34 and 39 and five games out of the Reds, currently in fourth. And the Cardinals, even though they've won four straight now, are 31 and 43 and actually have a better run differential than the first place Reds, which I find a little bit strange at negative seven versus negative 14. The Brewers actually have the second worst run differential in the Central. The Pirates the only team that has a worse run differential than the Brewers. few updates in terms of players either on rehab or players who are progressing in injuries. Matt Bush is currently on a rehab assignment at AAA Nashville. The Brewers are wanting to see some results out of him before they bring him back. Jason Alexander is currently rehabbing in rookie ball with the Brewers. Aaron Ashby is still progressing in his throwing probably out until September still. Garrett Mitchell, no real updates on that. Chance of a very late season return. No updates on Darren Ruff, Justin Wilson, Brandon Woodruff. Tyrone Taylor received a cortisone shot and he'll be resuming baseball activities soon, but the soonest he would be back is in a few weeks, although he did admit to feeling better over the past week or two. The player of the week for last week was Christian Yelich. He hit 444, 524, 833 at a home run, Five runs, four RBIs, continued that hot streak into the Monday through Wednesday series against the D-backs. Going into Monday, Yelich ranked 12th in the NL in F-War on pace for a five-win season. 2.2 F-War this year so far matches last year's season total, which already was his highest output since 2019. StatCast backs up Yelich's improvements this year. He ranks in the top 10% in expected batting average, expected weighted on-base average, average exit velocity, hard hit percentage, and outs above average on defense. Among NL qualified position players, Christian Yelich is the only one with at least a 115 WRC+, 15-plus deals, and 5-plus outs above average. I know it's a little bit of a specific qualification, but it hits on the offense, the base running, and the defense. Yelich is the only one who's been as well-rounded of a player in all three of those categories. The Brewers are pairing Victor Caratini with Corbin Burns as a personal catcher. That really did not work out in Burns' start on Monday, but in previous starts it had. Entering that Monday start, Burns had a 2-3-3 ERA across the 58 innings that Caratini had caught, where Contreras catching, Burns had a 5-9-6 ERA across about 25 innings significantly worse strikeout rate and walk rate with Contreras. The Brewers are, are hoping that Caratini catching with Burns could help him get back on track in what's been a pretty disappointing season so far for Corbin Burns. Abner Uribe was called up to AAA. Uribe is a flamethrowing righty that averaged 99 miles per hour on his fastball in his most recent outing in AAA. No Brewer has ever averaged 99 miles an hour across a season with at least 10 innings. Trevor McGill already is the Brewer's hardest thrower since the pitch tracking started about 15 years ago. Uribe turned 23 on Tuesday, and it's possible we'll see him at some point in the second half. The bullpen hasn't exactly been a strong, the strong part of the Brewer's roster, so Uribe could maybe help bridge that gap to the eighth inning for the Brewers right now. He struck out 28, walking just 9 across 15 innings at AA Biloxi, working as their closer, allowed just 3 earned runs across those 15 innings. So if Uribe shows what he can do in AAA, he's got a very good fastball, wipeout slider. His walks do need to come down a little bit, but he could be someone that the Brewers turn to in the second half in the bullpen. 
couple of new names might be joining the Brewers' offense over the next couple of weeks. Sal Freelich returned to AAA Nashville on Wednesday, last week Wednesday, that is. And entering Monday, he was 5 for 14 with four walks and two extra base hits, a couple of stolen bases. Across 299 plate appearances at the AAA level, he's hitting 336 with a 414 on base and a 465 slugging. More walks than strikeouts also, so it doesn't seem to be a fluke. Jesse Winker is just starting to heat up now over the last couple of days, but before then it was seeming like Winker could be at the end of his at the end of his leash. Freelick could theoretically take the place of Winker, play some in the outfield, maybe Yelich shifts to DH a little bit. Or maybe the Brewers just call up Freelick and have him play alongside Yelich and Weimer with Winker maintaining those DH at bats. If the Brewers do want a different option at DH, Keston Hira could be an option. He began a rehab assignment with Arizona and rookie ball. He was hitting 331 with a 1074 OPS before going down with his injury. And he cut his strikeout rate down just below 25%. The last time he was at AAA, it was about 34%. And that was back in 2021. So the Brewers could choose to call up Keston, maybe have him hit right-handed pitching instead of Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker historically has hit right-handed pitching well. So has Keston Hira. Maybe Keston Hira gets the call. If Winker resumes his struggles, perhaps Keston will end up taking those at-bats against right-handed pitching. The Brewers head to Cleveland for a three-game set. We should be back with you by Monday. But if we're not, they go to New York to play the Mets for a four-game set in the Big Apple before going to Pittsburgh for their last series as part of their 10-game road trip in Pittsburgh. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week for another episode of both the Barrel Briefing, but also a standard episode. We'll have at least one of those. We're trying to figure out some of the details on that. Remember, you can find us on Twitter and YouTube at The Barrel MKE or by searching The Barrel Milwaukee. Read our latest over at thebarrelmke.substack.com. Again, at The Barrel MKE on Twitter and YouTube thebarrelmke.substack.com. If you enjoyed this, share this podcast with your friends, drop a rating or review. We really appreciate it. Thanks and see you next week.